You're listening to Mind Over Money, presented by Waymaker Finance. G'day, everyone. G'day, Archie. G'day, Lachlan. Good to be talking again. Uh, Today, we're talking about interest rates. So there's been a lot of questions around, should we refinance? What what should we do with our home loan? So we're going to help answer that question today on the podcast. Yeah. So just for context, at the time of recording this, the RBA has added another 25 basis points. So the cash rate is up to 3.1% now which means interest rates are at about 5%, give or take, depending on what variable rate you're on. So, Archie, there's been a lot of talk in the media about rates lately, uh, and almost all of it's been negative. Uh, Of course, listening to that's not going to help us. (laughs) Uh, But what's happening with interest rates right now, and where where should interest rates really be? Yeah, we've we've got a good chart in the notes, uh, well, a couple of charts there, looking at interest rates over time, you know, from like back in the 90s through to now. And the thing about interest rates is that the government has done a lot using the Reserve Bank of Australia uh, to manage inflation and manage interest rates and keep things fairly steady. So, you know, we should be expecting to see interest rates around 5 6% on a home loan. After the global financial crisis back in 2008, 2009, the chart really shows how interest rates jumped up and then steadily declined over time because the government's been trying to reboot the economy, make sure everything's going uh, as they'd like it to go. And we, then we had, you know, the COVID virus. So again, interest rates, you know, they, they'd plateaued at about maybe around 3% and then they've, you know, dropped right down. RBA took them right down to basically zero. So we've seen all this change, but We've got to go back to what's normal. Mm. And and so we're back to where we probably should be, normal. And even though we've had a couple of years of really low interest rates, you know, now we're actually starting to see what is normal. Yeah, when I look at this graph from even just 1990s where we kind of came off that big peak and then we came down mm. in 1992 around 5% uh, and then we've sort of just been ticking down almost ever since. Like if you look from 92 across you know, it was up until the global financial crisis, it was sitting around that five to 6% mark and sometimes getting Mm. down to four. But then the global financial crisis really changed things. And so we saw quite a, quite a big drop in interest rates there to re reboot the economy. And then we've seen all these ups and downs, you know, since then, but then again, we hit, you know, we were hoping to see interest rates go back up and then we hit COVID. (laughs) And so, and so not just Australia, but other countries also dropped their interest rates because of COVID to keep the economies going uh, and you know, manage what was happening. Yeah, I do remember before COVID is we had this productivity slug and inflation wasn't, nothing much was happening. And it mm. was, everyone was waiting for interest rates to actually go back up on yeah. the back of good news uh, yeah. in, the, in the economy. And then sure enough, we had this ultra low period and you're right, looking at this chart going back, you know, even just this one back to 1992, it does look like that 5% is is yeah. kind of where we need to be. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess what's changed in, in, in the only thing that's changed recently is that home values have gone up quite a bit during that pandemic. And that was a very 
unusual period. When you look at the graph, we've never seen interest rates this low. Um, so it is out of the ordinary and it's not something we should be expecting going forward. Yeah, that's right. And because of those very low interest rates and the way you know things went, you know, we had this sudden peak in property prices, uh, mm. you know, really pushed ahead there. You know, now we're going to go back to more normality again. So it's, it was a very much a reaction to what was going on. And, and the thing, you know, even when I'm looking at that chart, you know, and I'm seeing different peaks at different times where interest rates, you know, might have jumped uh, 2 or 3%, you know, from the 5% mark up to 7%, you know, 7 8%. And I actually saw people at those times, you know, sell their houses because they thought they couldn't afford them. And it wasn't long after that the interest rates dropped back down to normal again or even below normal. Yeah. And so people suddenly found themselves out of the market, you know, and house prices jumping and unable to get back in again. So probably the warning here is, yeah, don't jump out. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> don't panic. Yeah, yeah don't panic. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because the interest rates are going back to normal, um, yeah, we just got to start looking at our cash flow and how we're going to manage things. So interest rates, although it hurts right now, they're going up, they aren't out of the normal band in a sense. We're just normal out no. of what we've been used to in the last couple of years. What mm. has been unnormal, I guess, is the level of debt people have been taking on lately. But yeah. the key is not to panic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> rates go up and down, and that's the first thing we need to understand about interest rates. Yeah, There's also a lot of hype around interest rates and a lot of hype around home loans um, in mm. recent years. And a lot of hype around the features of home loans and just the marketing in general. It just seems like there's so many products, so many options now. What, what's going on, Archie? What's the deal <laughs> with all this? <laughs> yeah. Well, if we look at all the home loan options that have, you know, become, come really come to the forefront, uh, that they're, you know, redraw facilities, offset facilities, uh, interest only facilities, you know, credit card deals, um, you know, being able to refinance mm. uh, our, our loans. You know, these are all things that are being sold to us to help us manage long-term debt. Mm. And so, so we're being sold the idea that we're going to have this debt for the rest of our life, potentially, and this, this is how we manage it. Yeah, I saw a billboard the other day. Um, it said Australia's most flexible home loan. Mm. Um, but when I looked into that, it, it basically just means you can pause your home loan and, and um, pay more, pay less. And I thought, that's not really... The kind of flexibility I'm looking for. Making <laughs> <laughs> flexibility is get rid of it. Uh. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so we so we can end up mucking around with our home loans, thinking that you know we're going to be better off if we have redraw, or better off if we have an offset, or uh, mm. or better off if we have interest only. And it's become complex. There's so many loan products now because of these different features, and it's actually become really complex. Mm. And so. You know, we we can play with it in a way, thinking that we're actually getting ahead, but it doesn't mean we're getting ahead. Yeah, and and you've seen this right when you do cash flow modeling and looking at loans as a broker as well. You can see people, I guess, almost brag about the different deals and different things they've been getting with the bank. But then when you actually look at the long term position, they haven't had, they haven't moved ahead in the last five years. Yeah, yeah, and that's the key. It's like, how much debt did you have five years ago and how much debt do you have now? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think we're finding, you know, that people have more debt now than they had five years ago. Mm. And, and that's part of this whole thing of like we're just learning how to, uh, we're being taught really in a way or br brought into, 
okay, you're going to have this debt long term, so let's muck around with it. You know, let's find ways yeah. that we can keep going, you know, and have this debt for a long time. And even if you do manage to lock in some savings, because I have seen people lock in, you know, savings with fixed interests and and um, trying to, I guess, time time the market almost uh, with yeah. locking in fixed interests in certain periods. Uh, but even if they do manage to get some savings, most people just spend those those savings. They don't actually put them back ready into the loan. And I guess if that's our focus, um, mm. spending, we're, we're actually missing out on so much that we can achieve in our finances and our lives. Yeah, yeah. So, so what we're really saying here, here is, you know, what's our mindset around our home loan? And, mm. uh, you know, we started out with, should we refinance as our key thing that we're looking mm. at today? But it's really coming back to what, what is our mindset around our home loan? And uh, what are we, you know, what are our plans uh, in around our home? Mm. Because it used to be, like if I go back many years ago, um, in my family, it was get rid of the debt as fast as possible, increase mm. cash flow, and start buying more investments with cash. Mm. And uh, and we've seen cultures who've you know had to come to Australia as refugees or for whatever reason, and we've seen those cultures just really move ahead because they mm. you know found our system to be so good um, mm. because they've been able to get in, pay off their homes really quickly have all this surplus cash flow, move into businesses, you know, buy more assets, um, you know, and they've done extremely well. So yeah. we can think of, you know, Asian cultures um, that have come across because of that, uh, Greek cultures, you know, Italians. Uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot of good stuff happen. And, you know, as a kid in the 70s where I lived, there was, uh, you know, a lot of Vietnamese moving in and they did extremely well. Mm. But it comes down to mindset. What what are we thinking? What do we want to achieve? <laughs> and and what are we what are we being sold? We'll be back in just a tick. Are you questioning your home loan right now? Maybe you're tossing up what to do next and whether you need to refinance or not. Well, why not speak to one of our Waymaker mortgage brokers? A quick conversation could bring you the clarity that you need about your next step. You can click the link in the show note now to book a call today. So we're talking about mindset and you're right, it's, it's how people think about things that matter. Let's not get distracted by all the options around the loan, the marketing, the refinancing. We need to understand that if we can get things paid out quickly, we can free up cash flow and we can buy more things at that cash flow. When I say things, I mean things that we can invest in to keep generating more cash flow. Um, although you can also buy some nice things when you don't have a home loan. <laughs> <laughs> so what's an example of this, Archie? In terms of freeing up cash flow, how much cash flow can we free up? Just as an example to help listeners sort of understand what's at stake here. Yeah. So, so the cost of long-term debt, if we take a $500,000 loan, and I, I use 500000 because you can halve it, you know, you can double it, uh, you can pretty much fit it to whatever your situation is. But if you take a $500,000 home loan and you pay, pay that off over 30 years with normal interest rates, you're going to end up paying back an additional 580000 in interest over 30 mm. years. Wow. 
Now, if you pay it off quickly, you might only pay 80000 in interest. Mm. And then that puts $500,000 of cash flow back in your pocket. So that $500,000 loan over 30 years is basically $1.18 million. 08 million, I should say. $1.08 million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so we can put 500000 back in our pocket, um, back into our cash flow, and then mm. we can either spend that, which is going to work out a lot better than trying to fix an interest rate and, you know, save a few bucks <laughs> on, mm. on some interest in one year. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot more money. Or yeah. we can actually even start investing that $500,000 and potentially generate another $6 million in cash flow over our lifetime. Wow. So you start to have options. That's the whole thing about having a different mindset, having a plan. You can create a lot more. It's amazing what you can do with over a long period of time, taking a little bit of money mm. aside and investing it with compounding interest and returns. And like we talked about this on the last episode, I think it was, that we are living longer, we are retiring potentially younger, our generation, mm. my generation. Yeah. And yep. so we could have, you know, 40, 50 years in retirement. So we need income and investments that are going long, <laughs> a lot longer than we think. Uh, so we have time. Uh, so let's make use of it. Yeah, if we can free up cash flow, it gives us yeah. more cash flow to invest and yep. and and start that compounding return. And and you and you think about the flow on effect to our families, like when we look at other cultures and how they've been able to help you know set up their families with their own homes and also buy into businesses. Yeah, there's just so much that becomes available to us. So Archie, bring me back to the the headline question of this podcast: Should we refinance? How how should we approach this question? based on what we've just talked about now. Yeah. So with refinancing, we want to, we want to have a good reason for it. Uh, and so if we've got a strategy that's going to take us ahead, that's a good reason to refinance. So, you know, what I'm doing it uh, at the moment, it's going to take these guys ahead by about half a million dollars because of the refinance and the restructuring that we're going to be able to do. Mm, that's some coin. Yep. <laughs> It is. <laughs> and, and that 500000 uh, is actually going to be generating a lot more income uh, over their lifetime as well. So, so there's, it's not just $500,000. There's, there's actually millions of dollars that are coming through <laughs> for, for that, particular, awesome. uh, that particular client. So if there's a good reason to refinance, you know, good reason to restructure and refinance, how much is it going to take your head by? That's, that's the sort of question we want to really be asking ourselves. So when we're looking at loans, it's very easy to get caught up in the hype of, you know, I'm going to lock in my interest rate and fix it for this amount of time. Therefore, I'll know how much money I'm spending. Um, but that's not a strategy that's going to actually take you forward. That's, mm. uh, you know, that's again, just a bit of hype uh, that someone might be using to, you know, get us to refinance with them. Listeners can mentally highlight that point. <laughs> that is that is the the main point of the whole episode. I love that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Spending is not a strategy. <laughs> Although it makes us feel good <laughs> for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And and the other thing about um, like refinancing is if it, if we're refinancing to pay off a home quicker, then that puts us in a better position long term too because. You know, if we get five years down the track and interest rates jump up, but we've paid off, you know, two hundred thousand dollars off our loan, uh, then you know that big interest rate jump isn't going to affect us. Mm. Whereas if if we have only paid off, you know, forty thousand dollars off our loan after five years, which is the normal, then that interest rate rise is going to affect us. 
yeah, we're yeah. gonna feel we're gonna feel that guy when it comes through. And if you've jumped down the LVR brackets, um, there's also potential you can just call your bank and just say, "I need a better interest rate" without having to refinance. Yep, and this is what we do all all the time with our clients, you know, through mortgage broking, is to get them the better interest rates um, based on their LVRs. So, mm. so at the moment, you know, we're helping people save at least one percent uh, interest rates. Uh, up to 2% uh, based on those loan-to-value ratios. Mm. And uh, your bank isn't going to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and, it's, uh, and it is a reward for those paying off the home. Um, yeah, so you've got to yeah. be paying down the home <laughs> to yeah. get rewarded. Definitely. Pay to play. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes if our, uh, you know, the bank that we're with isn't really suited to us actually paying off our home loan, because uh, that's the other thing we want to consider with refinancing, is is this bank going to help me get move ahead uh, mm. in in paying off my home? And uh, you know, so sometimes we are better off refinancing uh, to get into a bank that is going to help us pay off our home. Um, because again, we're aligning ourselves with the bank, so you know we want a bank that actually uh, wants to help us. I love that. So I guess to summarise this. At Waymaker, mm. we want to help people recognise the hype around these things like home loans and property. And that hype is what distracts us from really moving ahead. Mm, yeah. So all these loan perks and features are really just to help us manage living with debt long-term. But the question is, do you actually want to live with debt long-term mm. or do you want to eliminate the debt? And if you want to eliminate debt, then I recommend speaking to one of our mortgage brokers at Waymaker or one of our advocates because we can help you get rid of that debt and free up your cash flow. Yeah, there's nothing like having that extra cash flow. It's really great. It takes so much pressure off, brings the smile back on the face again. <laughs> uh, takes away frustration because, you know, a lot of this stuff around home loans is frustrating. Uh, I oh, see yeah. it all the time. And so <laughs> when, when you got rid of that home loan, yeah, you've got rid of that frustration. <laughs> so true. All right, Archie. I think that's all we have time for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Lachlan. Thanks, everyone. This podcast is for education purposes only and does not consider your personal financial goals or situation. If you'd like to speak to someone about your personal finances, head to waymakerpodcast.com.au and click get financial help to get connected to one of our wealth partners or one of our mortgage brokers. Bye.